Welcome to episode three, LTC TV. Thank you so much for coming in again. I hope you have enjoyed the last two. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm Bob Thompson, CEO and founder of Legion Transformation Center, and this is Chaz Molesky coming to you live. We're doing it a little different this time. We actually realized that the last episode, we didn't look at the camera uh, or the episode before that. So we figured, why not actually look at you this time? So we switched it up that way. Plus, we're actually coming to you from the office of one of the... Uh, we're redoing the current Westchester location. So we're coming to you there, so you're going to see a little change in scenery. I am super excited about today's topic, though, because today we're going to be going over two things. And it's actually going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast for you. Uh, but we're going to be going over how to maintain progress through the holidays, as well as how stress and sleep can affect your results. Because uh, A, it's, the timing is great for the first topic. And the second topic is, I mean, that's a huge kind of kind of silent killer that most people don't realize for your gains. Um, and if you don't remember, this is the podcast about fitness. However, you're dealing with Chaz and I, which means we're going to derail pretty often. <laughs> yes. Uh, in regards to that, so but we'll always tie it together because just because we're talking about fitness, it, it one of the things actually I love about fitness and, and why it's helped me is everything that I've learned in fitness has kind of guided my entire life. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think Chas can agree with that as obviously we're sitting here because of the fact that when I was whatever 15, 16 years old, I went into my parents' basement and had my first ever workout. Uh, and ever since then, this is all I've ever done, uh, really. So uh, with that, why don't we kick it off? Let's get right into it. Cool. All right. So we're coming off of the summer, mm-hmm. um, you know, at the time of the recording of this. And now we, we, yesterday was the first day of fall. But at the same time, you know, we're getting into the holiday season. Yeah. You know, we're getting into the time where people are going to be slammed with work parties, family parties, everything like that. And this, before we get into how to maintain progress for the holidays, it's also now that I think about it, it's a good time to kind of address like there's no perfect time. Yeah, right. No. Like it, it, we're coming off of summer, which people are like, oh, I don't want to get, I'm going to go summer. I got my vacations coming up. I have this trip or that trip, but so they're going to be just as bad as far as eating wise. And then it's like, cool, I'm going to wait till school kicks back in and I'm, you know, back on a normal schedule with work or my kids are in school and I'll have more time. And then it's like, well, actually now my kids have two sports they're playing you know, we have all these holiday parties that are coming up. Then we have these trips and stuff with family. So then you're like, ah, well, you know, maybe I'll need to, this is how easy it is when you think about like, hey, what's the perfect time? There's no perfect time. So before we even get into how to maintain progress through the holidays, I think what we're going to cover today isn't just about how to maintain progress through the holidays, but at the same time, it's freaking anytime. Yeah. Maintaining it, progress. Maintaining progress. Yeah. Right. Um, so with that, like, what do you think is the number one thing that holds people back in, during the holidays? I think it's a shift in mindset. I mean, completely. Like, the, if you really think about it, most people focus on the summer of looking great because that's when most of us are exposed in a way, right? We yeah. go to the beach, we're at the pool or something like that where we're showing our body in some way. So most people, like, prepare for the summer so they're ready for that and they yeah. can give that out to people. In the wintertime, nobody's doing that. Yeah. Or very few people are doing that. So this whole mindset shifts of, you know... We're going in because if you really think about it, this is diverging a little bit, but if you really think about it, there's not that many more, if any, holidays or parties that are going to happen in the second half of the year that don't happen all summer long. Yeah. Think about it. You got barbecues, you got family parties, you got this, you got that. Like there's so many things leading up to that. There's a holiday every single month. Yes. And an opportunity for you to overindulge or, you know, ruin what you've worked for and everything. It's just group mindset of the holidays is that 
comfort food. It's cold. Get warm. Stay inside. Yeah. Like, don't be as active. All that type of thing. It's almost like human hibernation. Yeah. Right? Where we stay away from doing that type of stuff. And unfortunately, when that mindset takes over, it's very easy to fall into that trap because everyone else is doing it. It's easier, I'll, I'll argue, in summer to stay a little bit more in shape because most people are of the mindset of, well, I got to look good. Yeah. Whereas in the summer or in the winter, it doesn't really happen. Or in the fall, it doesn't. It's starting to transition. Well, you're starting to get in colder weather. And that's when, like, you're putting on heavier jackets. You're wearing long sleeves. In summer, you're like, all right, bathing suits, tank tops. Uh, you know, for me, short shorts, and I think a lot of other people. So it's like I have to, you know, mentally we're like I have to look a little bit better. Or I know mindset we can kind of like slack a little bit in winter. You know, for for some dudes that are trying to build muscles, like bulking season or whatever, right. because we're gonna put on a little bit of body fat. When in reality, like for some people, every weekend is a holiday. Yes. So it doesn't really matter the time of year. Um, in regards to to it, it's, it's definitely just a mental shift, and. You know, going through that, I know that for me during the holidays, I actually have a tendency right around this time to even get better with my 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 mental state as regards to training. Yeah. So I'm a lot more focused. I, this is like the second year in the row for some reason um, during the the winter mm-hmm. and and or going into the fall and then going into the winter as far as keeping progress and stuff of that nature. Right. Uh, and I think it's just because in order to have progress through the holidays. You have to get over that fact of, hey, it's, it's time for comfort food. It's the cold season, so I'm going to be able to kind of cheat a little bit more. And I'm going to indulge in, in this chili and this thing that's warm and, and making me feel really good. And realize that no matter what time of year it is, you have to, you know, it, it's on you to kind of stay in shape. Yeah. But with that, too, it's also understanding what's the bigger picture. Right. And that's kind of going back to a couple of the other episodes that we've done is what is the bigger picture of fitness? Because that's what's going to allow you to stay on track through the holidays mm-hmm. is – all right, well, why am I doing this? Right. What is the purpose of what, what, you know, why did I get started for this transformation? And why am I continuing on it? What are my upcoming goals? Yeah. And that's really going to help you maintain that progress through the holidays and, and realizing like, what good is it going to do for you if you just go ahead and you eat a bag of, I don't know, whatever holiday food there is at Starbucks. I don't even I, know. But I mean, yeah. anything with tons of sugar and cake. Yeah. And I mean, you think about like you got Christmas, you got holidays, you got cookies, you got, yeah. you know, all these baked goods. Oh, it's almost delicious. like this. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the season of baked goods. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually even add to what we were talking about before is that you're going to probably take about twice the amount of societal pressure to indulge over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if you look at advertisements and stuff, you got hot chocolate ads, you got home baked meal ads, you got all these ads that come at you now for like the winter time. So not only are you going to get it from your family, which you will get when you go to these parties, you will get increased amounts of, oh, you don't need to do that right now. Oh, why don't you take a day off? Oh, it's a holiday. You know, you're going to yeah. hear all of that yeah. stuff of their of their mindset coming onto you saying this is why you can do it. When in reality, it's not their decision, right? It's your decision. And the same thing with the advertisements you're going to face. I know we're, we're entering pumpkin spice season right now. Most, just so you know, pumpkin spice everything has a lot of sugar in it. It's not just Well, the, uh, I'm going to do a shameless plug right now <laughs> because FitFX Labs pumpkin spice protein is 24 grams of protein with like a gram of sugar. True. Just throwing it out there. True. That's coming at you soon. That is true. Um, but you're right. Like most of the holiday you know, foods and specials or anything like that are filled with sugar. Yeah. It's loaded with sugar. And on top of that, but on top of all the advertisements you're going to see and you're going to get loaded up with that, you will get the, well, it's family time. Yep. You know, how come you're not doing this? Well, why, why, why won't you indulge with us? Yep. 
And I think part of that you have to realize that that is going to happen at any time, whether it's a holiday season or not. But that's just people in general. A uh, big thing that we've noticed, especially with people coming through our challenges, is the support system is tough. Most people yeah. don't have a good support system. And oftentimes it has nothing to do with the fact that they really, you know, they're frustrated that you're not cheating, you know, on your diet with them or anything of that nature. It's that they're not ready to make that level of commitment that you are. And you're at the same time, you're also highlighting to them what they're not doing. So they kind of feel bad. So they don't feel and what I would say is what I've noticed is they don't feel 100% good about the decisions they're making with food and they want to have somebody with them so it's the, they don't feel as bad if they're doing it on their own. Uh, and for some people too is they almost feel like you're kind of showing them what they're doing wrong mm-hmm. and makes them yeah. also feel bad. So they're kind of just trying to drag you in there. So you have to understand that too when people are, hey, come do this. It's not going to hurt their feelings that you're not going to have hot chocolate with them right. or that you're going to have cookies with them. And also we I do want to cover that. Also, you having that shouldn't derail you either. Right. You know, that's that's a that's another thing. Like I don't yeah. and I think we're getting into that. Yeah. This is setting up the stage. Yeah, like that's a big thing is that just because you have it around, like I'm not saying I'm, I'm saying don't you have it for every meal. No, God. Don't no, have no. like hot chocolate with whipped cream, although it's delicious <laughs> with every single meal, or have cookies when you wake up because it's that time of year. It you know, that's just gonna derail you, but understand that there, it's okay to say no. Right. When you're like, hey, I, you know, let's say you have a planned cheat meal. It's not my cheat meal. It's no. Or, you know, it, it's, it's not fitting within your macros or, or the plan that you have. Or ultimately the long-term goal that you've set for yourself. Because that's also another thing. Like how to stay, how to stay, maintain progress. I'll say two things. One is having planned cheat days. Right. But also getting those wins is powerful. Yes. Mentally. Oh. Like when, so when you're powerful. able to say something like, no. And then you realize it's not the end of the world. Right. You're like, cool, that builds up your confidence in order to be like, cool, I can actually do this again. And then helps kind of reassure that you're on the right path of what you're doing. Right. It's a real strong mental victory. Yeah, a thousand percent. I mean, it, just alone, like your ability to make it through something like that and you'll feel because you'll have all the pressures, you'll face all of the, the questionings and everything like that. But the next day when none of those people are with you anymore and they're not putting their influence on you and you're not hearing any of that, when you know that you stuck it out. And you see the other side of it, like you have this sense of pride in yourself that you never feel in another way, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I think that in and of itself is beyond helpful. Yeah. And with that, uh, I think to help maintain that progress throughout the holidays, two things. One is get as much data and I'm going to kind of expand on that, that you can throughout. And I think a lot of people, they don't do this because I don't think they want to admit to themselves. And this is where like kind of tracking your, your food intake and, and your calories and your macros that go with those calories is super important, especially around the holidays. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, having those planned times to have your cheat meals and factor them in so they can help because cheat meals can help you. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. big time help you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's – if you really want to maintain progress uh, throughout the holidays, it's really important to actually know what you're putting in your body. Um, and, and this is really throughout any time. Like you should – Ultimately, in the long term, hey, start tracking like this is the calories that I need in order to build muscle, lose body fat, maintain or whatever I'm at and having that whether I know when I'm at protein, my carbs, my fats because we don't realize how easy it is to spiral out Oh yeah, and oh, like yeah. that cookie led to six cookies and led to 12 cookies and now I've had 12 cookies every freaking day. Right. And it's like, well, I'm eating pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hitting my – I'm eating my, my chicken or my rice or whatever, my broccoli – 
for a bunch of meals, but then I'm having 15 cookies a yeah. day. Like, yes. I don't, I don't, you don't, mentally, we don't count that. Or when we're going and adding the 1300 calorie drink, right. that's delicious fall flavor and winter flavor. Right. And then we're just like, well, I don't, I don't, you know, it, it, we, we underestimate our, our, how good we're doing. So when we have that data, one of the reasons of having that data, when you're tracking, you can look at it, it helps reset you. Mm-hmm. It helps see the progress and it helps kind of take that emotion out of a lot of those things. But hey, listen, I gotta, you know what? I have been slacking. I have been eating like crap. Yes. And it's time for me to get yes. back on progress. Yes. And even with that, I mean, the, the biggest thing to remember is to know yourself well enough to understand, like, are you an all or nothing person? Because if you're an all or nothing person, this is just kind of tendencies of all or nothing people is that we limit ourselves to so many things or we, we put things that are off limits because we know one of those will just drive us over the edge. And we focus on that the whole time so that when we do have, let's say it's cookies, so you have that one cookie, but you're an all or nothing person, that's going to lead to the mindset of, oh, well, I just had a cookie. That means I ruined everything I worked for. So today's now a wasted day. So I might as well have all the cookies yeah. Because I can get back on it tomorrow, and I'll be fine tomorrow. But right now, today, since I just ate that one cookie, it's over. Are you all yeah. or nothing? I am one thousand percent an all or nothing person, <laughs> and that's why I know yeah. this. I know this pattern because, like, that's how I always was growing yeah. up. And then when I really got into fitness, that's how I especially was because I studied so much on what's good for you versus what's not good for you. I still remember this, and to this day, it's heartbreaking the pattern. But I remember reading an article when I was like fourteen or fifteen. That said, you should never, ever in your entire life eat French fries. Hmm. Ever. It's terrible for you. It's the worst thing you can get. It's like the golden rule, don't eat French fries. I understand nutrition a little bit better now. I had French fries the other day. (laughs) But what I was saying is like, I can't eat a French fry now without having that article in the back of my head. You know, which is frustrating because you can if you know what you're doing. And that's what we're leading to is like, you can stay on on track and keep your progress through the holidays. As long as you're educated enough to know what you're doing when you go yeah. through it and not just going into the holidays blind and thinking that you're going to make a New Year's resolution and everything will be fine after that. Because remember, just like probably before summer started for a lot of us, we're like, all right, I'm just going to kind of maintain and coast through summer and I'll have a better time come fall, winter, and then fall, winter come and you're like, well, I got a ton of things coming up. So there's always something that's going to push and come in the way. And a lot of things sometimes we don't even predict. Right. You know, and I'm a 100% all or nothing kind of person as well. I go yeah. all in a certain things and I go super hard. So I know that and I'm cognizant of that. So when I cheat, I freaking cheat. It's all in. I cheat hard as hell. to the, And I don't necessarily recommend this for everybody, but to the point where I'm, I'm like, man, this hurts. <laughs> like, my stomach hurts because I just gave myself cramps. Um, but for me, mentally, it resets me Yes. so that I'm, I'm good for the rest of the time. And then I go back to tracking. And I'll actually say too, and... During the holidays, it's good to track because we don't realize, and this is actually kind of recent for me. I just got, uh, I just checked my my body composition results after a month ago, and I was doing really good for about two weeks in the last month, and then the last two weeks I, I went, you know, bad. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. eating, wasn't doing anything like that. And for me, mentally doing that yesterday was able to reset, like get back on track, right. get your meal prep done, make sure you're getting all that because I had noticed. I was actually able to be okay during the last month because I probably nailed my my nutrition for the first two weeks yeah. uh, and the prep and everything like that. But then I ended up going up, I gained 0.5% body fat. I dropped a pound of lean muscle in the last month. And, I, and so for me, that meant I was able to see it. I thought, And I thought, I was like, man, I'm actually eating pretty good. And then I once I was able to see those results, right. I was like, actually, yeah, now that I think about it, I was eating probably like 50% of the time crappy. Yeah. You know, and not hitting what I needed to eat and letting a lot more foods kind of slip in. 
So for me, it resets it, which then also says like, or possibly could be for a lot of you, like during this time, give yourself mini challenges, Yeah. you know, chunk it down, you know, throughout like, Hey, you know what? Summer's or, or school's back starting. We're in fall. Hey, I'm going to do something to get ready for Halloween. Right. You know, and then after Halloween, it's like, all right, cool. I got thanks. You know, so you can just nail that instead of having to be like, I got to be great all winter. Right. Right. And actually and, that's uh, real quick. Yeah. Just so everyone's that's listening knows this. One day, let's say you, you you knock yourself off track one day or something like that. Or let's say you have three main holidays that you know that you want to hit. Let's say you're a big Thanksgiving family and you know Thanksgiving is that's the day where you're going to blow it, right? You just know. You have that feeling like I'm going to be around it. I don't want to just reduce myself. And, and listen, I'm a Thanksgiving guy. So my family is mostly Italian and we do tons of food all the time. But... With what we do at Legion, from some of you listening will understand this. Those that aren't, don't know it, just trust me on this one. We have 28 and 42 day challenges where people lose anywhere between 10 to. Th- We've had someone lose four over 40 pounds. Yeah, sick. In just that amount so of time, 28 to 42 days. As of the recording right now, there's 99 days left in the year. So if you're telling me that if you're good for 97 days, 96 days, and awesome. three days you're not good. Listen, you're going to make it. You're going to be fine. Like we've seen the abilities of people to do that. What we're getting to is don't let all winter become one of those, oh, it's just holiday season. Yes. Because there's, that is the mind, the the mindset and the mentality that gets pushed on is that comfort when in reality you can have incredible results over the next three to four months. Yeah. Without really having to sacrifice everything you love. Yeah. Yeah. And that's if you if you think about it and you're eating traditionally, I'm eating every three hours and I'm having, you know, a meal. So you're having six meals a day or something like that. If you're following that approach and you screw off for two to three meals, yeah. or even, you know, twelve of those meals over the course of three months, you're totally fine. Right. You know, and not gonna derail at all. So definitely keep that in mind. Like bring it that's why you should bring it down in a bigger chunks instead of looking at it as like this, oh, it's holiday season, I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of being like, you know what, cool, I got this. One, you know, party or this second party coming up, I want to be able to enjoy myself at that time. So leading up to that and then around it, I'm going to be, I'm going to be on point. Right. And all I can, I'm going to do from day one to day 28 and then, and be on track. Mm-hmm. So that you have that focus and it's more of a short term focus that'll lead to long term success. Yes. And we are, my family also is pretty big in yep. Thanksgiving and every year I've like hyped it up because I'm like, I can't wait for Thanksgiving. I'm going to see how much, um, how much I can eat. We actually... Uh, when we when I first opened up Legion, and this was probably the 2013 yeah. or whatever, it was like the first or second uh, like around Thanksgiving time. We did a little daily competition. <laughs> so because this we were training a bunch of athletes at the time, and you know, like high school uh, and college athletes. So we wanted to see who could gain the most on that day, <laughs> and I was like, I got this. I was so I think somebody gained like 10 pounds. Oh my lord! Uh, but every Thanksgiving, for some reason, I look forward to it and I hype it up so much in my head yeah. that come that day, I'm never hungry. Right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. What? I have all this. I'm like, oh man, this stinks. Right. I'm like I can't even like get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and a lot of times it's not even the day; it's the leftovers the day, the next day. Yeah. It's oh, the yeah. extra that you continue eating. Yeah. So I mean, honestly. I would argue that the following day after a holiday is more important than the holiday itself because that's your moment of getting back on yeah. track. If you can make it to that and you can actually get back on track, you're fine. You're set. Which means like, here a little quick tip. Say no to taking home leftover cake yeah, or, yeah. or pies. Right. Like, it's okay. Or yeah. 
give it away. Right. You know, give it to someone who needs it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if you really have to, just throw it out. That's, I mean, you want to stay on track throughout the holidays, don't have that shit in your house. Yeah, absolutely. You know, make sure that you, you've done a commitment to yourself to not give you that easy temptation. Yes. And that means don't take it home, get rid of it, give it to people that can use it uh, or need it. Uh, or, or get rid of it, just whatever, just not have it available to you so you don't make that cheat, you know, the next following days because that's huge because then this kind of like will lead us into uh, kind of stress and other things like sleep and how it affects because kind of that trailing days of how it's going to lead to a lot of stress or stress in general and then how actually like eating like crap does affect your sleep, you may not even realize it um, and then how that's going to impact your results but I do want to hammer on what you said which is if you have a bad day, whether it's during the holidays or not, it's totally okay. Yeah. It's one day. Like, start thinking about all the other progress. Hey, you had one bad day, but leading up to that, how many meals did you finally eat that were healthy that you didn't eat before? Or, you know, you, you got five workouts in that week when, you know, a month ago you didn't get any or you only got one or you got two. So start thinking about the wins instead of what a lot of us do is focus on that one you know, minor screw up, which in the long term isn't going to have any sort of impact on us and then just get right back on track. Remember, you're human. It's totally cool. It's not going to affect your progress in the long term at all. Um, As long as we, unless we let it kind of keep affecting us, which then can lead to massive stress, frustration, kind of lower our own self-esteem, which then Mm -hmm. increases more stress. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would argue all these things are great. And we're going to talk about stress and sleep. And that is... For your body composition and your results, probably the most important. Yes. Hands down, because that goes into recovery. These things affect your hormones. Hormones are really the key to success. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's why we see, like, you know, especially as people age, like men, once you hit 30, your testosterone naturally starts decreasing. Yep. You're essentially, well, everybody's dying. Right. So right, now right. we're just expediting, and that's what happens. The body is kind of slowly deteriorating. Yes. And that's why it gets harder to recover. Our hormones aren't where the same thing is. Or we've done a bunch of things where we starve ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, this happens to a lot of women yeah. where they starve themselves and as a result, jack up their thyroid, mm-hmm. you know, so which then also leads to more stress. Right. You right, know, right. the natural state of stress, was, it's kind of all there. But uh, I think that's important also to notice hey, hey, holidays, cool, get on track. Because throughout the year, the more important part of it is, right. you, you know, stress that's in, it, in your life and how that's impacting your body composition and also sleep. Like, sleep is kink. That is, you're, that is when everything happens. All the work that you put in, like if you're working out five days a week, you're eating all these healthy meals, but you're sleeping two hours a night. Right. That's probably why you're not seeing results. Yeah. You know, that's why you're seeing body fat go up. Mm-hmm. Well, and even it, what you need to understand too is that your body is not growing or changing or losing weight or anything like that during your workout. That's not when this stuff happens. That Working out is actually stress-inducing. It can be a very good stress. Yeah. Like It depends how you use it. But your body's not actually changing during that workout. It's the recovery time after that creates the results. And a lot of people mix that up. They think if they work out, oh, well, I'll just work out double today because I either need to undo what I did yesterday or I want to get more results. So I'm going to work out twice today. Not understanding that it's not the workout in that moment that you're changing. It's everything else around it. It's the nutrition that you have. It's the sleep you're getting and it's all that. And I actually did a study when I was in college on this specific uh, mindset, more specifically college students and how their bodies were affected by pulling all-nighters with studying for tests and things like that. Not only were they not getting any sleep and, and, you know, no recovery from it, but also their stress hormones were constantly elevated even in their times of sleep. 
So when they did actually sleep, their stress levels were still elevated more so than the average person. Yeah. So like if you're not sleeping well and you're constantly stressed out with life or things that are happening or whatever it might be doing, it doesn't matter how much recovery you're focusing on. If you're not on top of these two things, you're still going to have some challenges with it because there's an underlying root cause that's not being addressed. Yeah. And, and on top of that too, like most people are going to need six to eight hours of sleep. Yes. Uh, there's some research now that shows that there's some super high performers that only need four. Great for them. Yeah, it's not me. I'm not one of them either. <laughs> um, but being consistent, and there's an old saying too that I really love and I think holds true. It's for every hour you go to sleep before 12 is worth two. Wow. Um, I, you know, and it's again, it's after you start going to bed later and later. Uh, you know, it doesn't, uh, unless that's how your normal like schedule and all that is and because of work and stuff like that. But it's always held true, you know, the, the earlier you go to bed, the pressure you're going to be. Because it kind of also goes with, and I guess this is getting kind of weird, but like, you know, when we were cavemen, mm-hmm. you know, cave women and stuff like that, it was like we woke up when the sun was up and we went to sleep kind of close from when the sun went down. So right. kind of going in what our body naturally does. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so that sleep is the number one most important thing. And if you can create a routine with it too, yeah. your body will actually adapt better than if you're constantly going to sleep at a different time or waking up at a different time like your biological rhythm is not just for sleep like it creates a rhythm with your hormones your metabolism your everything becomes a rhythm if you're doing the same things if you're consistent in your pattern if you're all over the place at all times your body's not catching up it's it's not you know it's not regulating because it's not used to what you're doing and i would also say like going with stress too the more you have a routine and a daily pattern then the less stress you're going to have because you're used to it. A lot of times like that stress happens because that overwhelm because we've been thrown off. So now we're trying to like, I got to get this done. I got to go get that done. Now we're talking about just regular like distress almost throughout the day. Mm -hmm. But it's because we're not in that routine. It's like, Oh, I I woke up late. I went to bed late this night. So there's stress that's just kind of created in the body because of what we're doing. But then there's also stress that we create. So having that routine will not only increase your productivity, uh, but it'll decrease the stress that you're going to be creating just by your actions, mm-hmm. which then will allow everything else to, to be on. And when you have like that routine, it's kind of like, all right, cool. I have, you know, I'm working out at this time and I'm, I'm going to work in this. I'm spending time with my family during this time. Uh, like a lot of the top performers that I know, they block their schedule out in like 30 minute blocks every yeah. single day. Like it's, it's blocked out. I'm talking like they wake up early, you know, block out. Like this is reading time. This is workout time. This is time with my family and this and this, or this is work, work and, and all that stuff. So having that routine is really going to help because the uh, I'm a big follower of Charles Poliquin, um, who uh, approached the past, you know, not too long ago. But his big thing was a lot about how hormones affect body composition and, and really everything else. And, and body composition is going to be a result, to put it like I guess simply, of how we're treating our body. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if we're seeing that we're having higher, like for instance, parts of, of body fat around the stomach. Poliquin kind of said that throughout his research and doing blood work and just working with thousands of athletes throughout the years that that was increased, you know, cortisol, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the stress hormone. And at the same time, you also look at like that's where, you know, if you're drinking like alcohol and stuff like that, you increase, increase cortisol, increase belly fat, you know, we're kind yep. of seeing stories of that. So with that, like the more stress you have, the more body fat that you're going to put on mm-hmm. as a result, because it makes it harder for all the other hormones. Yeah that are responsible for burning body fat, for allowing you to have energy, to building muscle, to really function properly. And that then comes down to sleep because, I mean, I don't know too many people that 
I guess that's not that's not true. I was gonna say like when they're super stressed out, they can't sleep. Yeah. But there are some people that, as a result of stress, like will sleep. But how good is the sleep gonna be? Absolutely. What is yeah. the quality of that sleep? Because that's another topic altogether. Oh, is yeah. the quality of sleep? Right. The quality of your sleep is also gonna be impacted by the food. So mm-hmm. for a lot of people, if you notice like you had a ton of sugar before you went to sleep, you may have like passed out or whatever. But how good was that sleep? Yeah. You know, how deep did you actually get into Right. And how uncomfortable were you going to yeah. sleep? And then when you woke up, you're like, ugh. Like you have that hangover yep. feeling. That's because you didn't recover. Right. You know, it's, right. it's, it's what, again, it's what you put into your body mm-hmm. is going to dictate everything that happens. Yeah. Um, you know, as a result, and a lot of it, it can be a result like hormonally. Yeah. You know, and if your hormones are jacked up, then you're going to be jacked up. Right. Right. And also, if you're noticing that you are consistently stressed out and it's something that's preventing you from getting good sleep or, you know, you go to your workout, because this will happen to me sometimes, it depends on my workload and the things I'm doing. But if I go to the gym and I'm just completely in my head, I can't get into the workout at all and I'm super stressed out with something and I don't work out. I get even more stress from that, yeah. but then it's now you're, <laughs> yeah. you're now you're associating like working out with more stress, and so it's frustrating, and it, it takes away that opportunity to be in that moment where you're doing something good for yourself. And additionally, on top of it, if you have all this stress and things like that, and you think, well, managing my stress isn't going to make my problems go away or anything like that, maybe not. There are probably some things you have to address directly, like just managing your stress isn't going to help. But I guarantee you, if you focus on de-stressing a little bit, your joint pain is going to reduce because you're actually going to be getting some sleep. Your fatigue and mental just drain is going to go away or it's going to significantly reduce because you don't have that constant weight on you. But then you're also going to notice, and there have been studies done on this, just by reducing your stress levels, people have lost up to 20 pounds. Yeah. By just get, like, not even working out, just reducing stress. Like, their body shed the extra yeah. weight. We should do a de-stress challenge. That would be amazing. We should do a 21-day de-stress challenge. Great idea. And, and just showing, like, it's the environment around you. It's yeah. such a big impact. Yeah. And that's all you need. And think about it. Like, your happiness level. Just happiness level. Yes. How, like, if you're stressed out, how happy can you be? And then, as a result, the people that are around you, how much they want to be around you. Right. And that's... I wouldn't want to go through that kind of day. Yeah. You know, and so that's a big thing. Like just stress. There's, it, it doesn't do you any good. No. And think about your environment too. This is going right back to going through the holidays and when you're going to eat and everything yeah. like that. Most of the people that you spend your time with in the holidays and, and all these times, are they less stressed than you are? Or are they more stressed or are they just con- contributing to your stress? Because I know, listen, my family, I love them to death, but there are some of them that I only need one day a year, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. Right. So like sometimes you spend too much time in the wrong places or with the wrong people, which can lead to the poor eating decisions Mm -hmm. because you're trying to manage your stress with eating or it can lead to just the overwhelm of having to do something in which now you don't go to the gym because you're out of routine or whatever it might be. Whatever you're trying to actually accomplish is being threatened by just something that you can actually control. You can control your environment to some extent, too. I would kind of like wrap this all up. I I would kind of go back to. You are the sum of the five people you spend your most time with. Oh, yeah. Which kind of goes to if you're stressed because this person that you're hanging out with is going to give you all sorts of crap for not eating unhealthy or getting off track or not supporting you, Mm -hmm. maybe the easiest way to de-stress and to stay on track is to get rid of that person from your life. Yeah. Whether it's family, your best friend, somebody you – you know what? Like the environment that you're in and the people that you're with – have a huge impact on your, not just happiness, but for even body composition. And we're talking fitness and stuff like right. that. This, the results that you're going to have. 
And if you're dreading having to go to somebody because they're going to like, oh, I know I'm going to hang out with this person because they're going to make me, you know, get absolutely freaking wasted mm-hmm. and have to like, you know, just they're, they're going to give me shit the entire time I'm trying to eat healthy or whatever, then screw it. Why have that person in your life? Yeah. When I first opened Legion, I cut out everybody <laughs> that wasn't going to, you know, that wasn't going to let me any good. Like, I know not everybody can do that. Yeah. You know, not everybody's like, hey, like, I'm, it's a little much. I'm right. not ready for that. But when I first opened, I was like, hey, if that person is not going to allow me to, and this could be selfish, but going back to, you know, our other podcast, like sometimes you have to be selfish because as a result of doing that, you know, how many people have we ended up being able to help? Yeah. But, you know, I say, hey, this person, you know, they're, they're great. Maybe seeing them once a year, but at the end of the day, like it's not going to help me be successful. Mm-hmm. And w- that's what I need for myself and my, my family in the long term. Right. And if you're one of those people that doesn't really socialize or associate with people, think of it this way too, because this is a whole other thing. You know, if you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with, but you only spend time with three people, now you have a significantly less pool to pull from. <laughs> they better be. That's awesome. yeah. That, that like they have to be amazing. And also, if you spend most of your time by yourself, and your thoughts are negative, or your just environment is negative and you're constantly surrounded like that. Like, would you want to hang out with you all day long if you were someone else, you know? So like you have to think about it, like maybe you need to expand your circle a little bit. Maybe you need to find groups on Facebook or listen to podcasts or things that create a better environment to reduce the stress other than trying to do it all on your own when you're just alone. Oh, that's a huge point. That's a great point. Like any, there's, especially now we have such an ability with, I mean, the fact that you're listening or watching this, you know, or you to seek out people that are going to be like-minded and they're going to help us, that it doesn't have to even be if you're in the most remote part of the world. No. Like my dream of living in Montana. Right, yeah. Which is nice <laughs> and remote. Like you can still have a great support network, yes. you know, just from joining groups, whether it be on, online or anything like that, where you can find that support. So you can go out and seek it, mm-hmm. which I would highly recommend. Most of the people at Legion have done that. Yes. You know, they came to Legion. It's not because of the workouts or the nutrition. Yeah, that's a great thing. It's the support that we have from our, our, our coaches to the other members and the other challenges is unparalleled. Yes. Like you're going to have support that you weren't even prepared for because they want to see you successful. That's all that they care about. Right. And for a lot of people, that has created that support. And we support network for them. And then we've just completely seen the transformation for people that didn't even believe it was possible for themselves yeah. to do that. So I think that's a huge point. Like if you want to stay on track throughout the holidays, if you want to decrease your stress and make sure that you're actually recovering, make sure that you're reaching out or seeking out, especially at the environment that you have right now, isn't going to be conducive to that, isn't going to be conducive to decreasing your stress or be there to support you or encourage you when you're trying to improve yourself, go find somebody that will and go find a group that will. Go find a program that will. Go find a coach or a mentor that will do that because they are out there. Yeah, absolutely. So So with that, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, so guys, listen, we're hitting you with straight facts today. We're just going right into it. So if you have comments, you got questions, you got anything further than that, please let us know. Drop us a comment. Shoot us a message. We love your feedback as always, and we also want to know how we can best help you. So the more you give us, the more we can give you. Thank you for listening today. Go ahead, share it, please. And again, this podcast was created for you. It was created to help you. Yeah, Chaz and I, we love talking. We have no problem doing that, but it's so that we can better help you and better serve you. So let us know your feedback and what you're struggling with so that we can come directly and address it for you. Thank you so much. Have an absolutely fantastic day.